for Steve Utah. You're listening to Loco for Local, a KU's radio production where we talk with local artists, venues, and visionaries about the state of music across the Wasatch Front. Today's guest is Quinn Casper, one of Salt Lake's best-known music entrepreneurs. Quinn was raised in Salt Lake City with a love of music. From his teenage years, he posed interest in creating it and sharing his own thoughts, but he's found the most joy in the network he's built along the way. He's found tremendous success as the drummer of Crooked Kings, who went viral on TikTok this year, but he's not lost his local focus. Perhaps Quinn's greatest accomplishment is his founding of Swamp Rock Records, a locally owned and operated music collective. After experiencing the house show scene in Seattle, Quinn realized that there was a life force missing in Salt Lake City. We've got phenomenal talent here, but learning where to find it can be tough. Swamp Rock aims to alleviate this by showcasing local talent to the world, both online and in person with their Swamp Rock Backyard Bashes. This concert series has been a tremendous success, bringing together musicians, artists, journalists, magazines, and entrepreneurs into a space to grow together. I've attended all of them, and apart from being a great place to network, they're also just a ton of fun. It's not easy to bring such a diverse yet like-minded group of people together, and Quinn's had to keep a keen eye out for the best ways to build it. And as always, I'm sure you'll hear it better from the man himself. From the University of Utah, this is Loco for Local. Quinn, thank you so much for joining us, man. Thank you for having me, Luke. Of course. So you're a little bit of a diamond in the Salt Lake City music scene, uh, famous for a couple things. You're a member of Crooked Kings, you're the frontman of The Sportsman, and you're involved in Swamp Rock Records. You're from Salt Lake City, is that right? This is true. Awesome. What, what's it been like being in Utah as a musician? Um, it's uh, It's been fun. Uh, I, I love the scene here. You know, there's a lot of great bands, you know, across Salt Lake, Ogden, Logan, uh, Provo. I think my favorite is definitely Salt Lake. I think that's where the, the biggest scene is. And, you know, obviously I'm biased. That's where I'm from. But, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. You know, there's a lot of good house shows going on and a lot of great local venues, whether it's Kilby Court, which is all ages, and all the Sartain and Saunders stuff is just you can't really miss. And, yeah, it's, it's a really fun scene here. So I, I like it a lot. What's your experience been like in the music scene in Salt Lake City in particular? Um, we're not super well known for our music scene, but have you had a great experience with it so far? Yeah. Um, I will say I, I lived in Seattle for a bit and it's definitely a bit different. Seattle had like a huge house show scene, like every weekend, multiple house shows at different locations. And I'd say Salt Lake is lacking there a little bit, but, and I'm sure we'll talk about this later, but with Swamp Rock, I'm trying to, you know, get some house shows going and get some local artists playing and all that. But yeah, and yeah, I don't know. Salt Lake's just, and like, I will say we have a ton of great bands that come through. Like it's definitely like a big destination for Touring bands, big or small, uh, you know, Kilby Core. I've seen some like incredible bands. I know they've they've had like Death Cab for Cutie and like I don't know. I'm seeing Interwave there in a couple, I don't know, like a month or so. And yeah, it's just it's a it's a good time. There's a lot of great bands that come through here, and yeah, absolutely. You you mentioned Swamp Rock Records. Can you tell me a little bit more about what that is exactly? Sure. So I kind of started that uh, two and a half years ago or so. Uh, it's just like a local label. I guess like the kind of motto that I was kind of preaching for a while, I, I'm not sure if this is exactly, but it's something along the lines of, uh, I want to like promote and help put out music that I, that I think deserves to be heard. And, you know, I think that people, it's hard to get your music out there these days just because anyone with a computer can literally download GarageBand, you know, punch in some MIDI notes and, and put it on Spotify for like $5. So 
Um, and not to say that it's bad, but I do want to, I've been trying to find music that, uh, that I really think needs to be, gets more recognition. I, I try to, you know, put that out and I'm always looking for demos from people. And I, I love to just hear what people are doing and creating. And it's just a very fun, uh, fun, fun project, fun thing to be a part of. Where did the idea for Swamp Rock come from? I was just thinking like I was playing in bands in high school and yeah, no, I was just playing in a lot of bands and like hanging out with a lot of musicians and friends and we're all just, I was just kind of thinking like, wow, this could be like a cool thing to make into like a collective or like, you know, just like try to bring people together and just keep creating art. Swamp Rock, you said was born about two and a half years ago. What's the process been like of working with musicians in Salt Lake City? In the past, I've heard a lot about how we have a really great entrepreneurial scene, like people really want to work with each other and build things. Has that been your experience or has it been a little more difficult? Um, I'd say, yeah. I mean, you and I met in entrepreneurship class and that was awesome. And luckily I had some people that were just willing to help with Swamp Rock during that. And I had like some, you know, I've got some great friends that do like a lot of graphic design stuff for me. And yeah, I'd say that Salt Lake's a very good entrepreneurial uh, place, especially at the U. And people are always, you know, eager to get involved, whether it's like sending in music or helping with posters, coming to shows, performing, all that. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great time. Swamp Rock's really been popping off over the past couple months, especially with your backyard bashes. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, I, I loved the house show scene in Seattle, and I'm trying to kind of replicate that here. Um, so we got, I'm actually sitting in my backyard right now. We got the, we got the whole setup. Um, we have this, like, you know, it's pretty chill. Get some amps going, get some extension cords, some fun lights. Have people over. We usually do like an open mic for a couple hours or like an hour maybe. Depends. Uh, whoever wants to perform however many songs they want to perform. We got like keyboards, guitars. And uh, then we usually have a, a few like set acts. I think the last one we had my friends Dan and Delia. And they're a great couple, incredible musicians. They studied uh, uh, music production in Berkeley. And then I think they did like their last year in like Spain or something. But they're awesome. And we had a, my rapper friend, Granola Everett Olson. He's incredible. And then Sun Hills was like the quote unquote headliner for that one. And it's just been really fun to, you know, like have the casual open mic. People get to perform whatever they want. You know, people didn't stand up last time, poetry. Uh, and then a lot of just, you know, acoustic, singer-songwriter, wh whatever you want to call it. And then, you know, just chill, like, you know, socialize with other artists. Like, my friend Birdie was selling her uh, magazine uh, merch last at the last one. And, yeah, and, like, I've been, after the last one in particular, like, I've had a lot of artists that are, like, trying to sell their stuff. And just, like, you know, it's just a good collective and a place to promote art of whatever media, whatever medium, I guess. Um, so yeah, it's a lot of fun. I've been to both these events and yeah, they're, they're awesome. There's just a bunch of people who really love what they're doing. There's a lot of different arts and it's really cool. Yeah, appreciate um, it. It's been incredible to see how it's been growing a bit in the past couple months, but I imagine you've probably had a couple difficulties too. What would you say, um, in particular to Salt Lake city has been most difficult about growing the Swamp Rock brand? Um, you know, I'd say, uh, just like, I mean, I, everyone's very supportive and like everyone loves coming to the, or I can't speak for them, but you know, I think people like the events a lot and everything. And like, it's super fun, but I do want to start taking a step in a more serious direction and actually like get some more artists signed and 
get some more like I'm trying to do some physical uh, production for like some CDs or whatever, just to like just to sell at shows and just to get your music out there and heard while people are driving to work or whatever. And yeah, so I'm just kind of trying to get some more artists like, you know, officially part of the team and try to actually get people going somewhere. And I've been like talking to a bunch of different like bigger record labels and like uh, there's one called Nobody Gets It and then like Human Sounds. And uh, they've been very nice about, you know, showing me like some of the ropes and just stuff to do that like really, you know, helps kind of get me in the right headspace so I know how to keep on moving forward as I get more people involved. So, Well, it's been awesome to sort of document and see your process and how yeah. you've been growing over the past little while. What would you say you think is the end goal for Swamp Rock? Do you want to focus on Utah or do you want to maybe go across the nation? What's your plan? Um, I mean, my kind of motto is just like, send me your demos. I just want people to send in, you know, their music. And honestly, like, like I said earlier, it's just like whatever whatever I hear that I, I, that I believe should be heard by more people that, that I want to grow and get big and do well, I, I just want to promote it. And I want to, I want that, want to help them, these artists or bands, or whatever, to just uh, get more exposure and just get bigger. So, but that being said right now, obviously we're starting more locally. That be, but also I do have a handful of friends in uh, Seattle and Louisiana and just to, across the nation really. And yeah, and they're like, I've been working on with some, some of those guys and getting some demos cooked up and uh, starting to get ready for some new releases, which is really exciting. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, just whatever, really whatever, uh, wherever it goes. I mean, I just want to, like I said, it's just about the music. I just uh, want to put out some cool stuff and whatever comes my way, I'd like to, I'd like to help it out or, you know, work with it. Absolutely. And you're not only involved with Swamp Rock, but you also release music yourself and you play at these shows sometimes um, under the name The Sportsman. Tell me about what that's about. All righty. Um, the Sportsman is my uh, solo project, but it is brought to life by, by some friends, uh, most of which were the old uh, old Rit Momney guys, which is kind of funny. Um, but yeah, it's just, I, I kind of write the songs. I, I record mostly everything, or I guess I record everything, like, just in my bedroom. Uh, yeah, it's, to describe my sound, I guess it'd kind of be like a, it's kind of all over the place, but, um, yeah, it's pretty jazzy, has some experimental uh, tones, and then every once in a while I'll throw in a pop song just to keep the kids, uh, keep the kids happy, I guess. <laughs> Well, you've produced definitely a, a pretty big plethora of different stuff. One of my favorite tracks of yours is Drunk Cop, which I think is just oh, yeah. a funny a funny satire on the situation with police in this country. It's it's funny yeah. to see that. Yeah. Um, how would you say that living in Utah has influenced your art? You've talked a lot about how you have friends in Seattle and you love the scene out there, mm -hmm. but um, I'd imagine that Salt Lake City and Utah in general has had a pretty significant impact on what you create. Is that true? Yeah. Um I think Salt Lake is a great scene and there's a lot of incredible artists and I just try to, I don't know. It's, there's like so many great bands and so many artists that I just like look up to and like, you know, like listen to that I'm friends with. I'm like, damn, that's, that's, that's really cool what you're doing. Like, I think I'm, I'm just kind of constantly being inspired by my friends, but also trying to take inspiration from elsewhere and make my own thing. And yeah, no, there's just, there's a lot of great, people in salt lake and it's fun to just you know 
listen to my buddy's tracks and be like, damn, that's like, I really like what you're doing. And then like, you know, just kind of riff off each other and like help, help each other produce and learn different tricks and tips from different people in Salt Lake. And yeah, no, there's a lot of great bands out here. So. Do you think you're going to be here in Salt Lake for the long haul or do you have visions of other places like Seattle, Los Angeles, anywhere like that? Uh, that is TBD. For now, I'm going to finish up school and, um, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd honestly like to stay in Salt Lake, but I could also see myself back in Seattle or LA or like even New York. But, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just going wherever the, the wind takes me. <laughs> You've been releasing music for about four years now under The Sportsman, if I'm correct. How has your process of writing songs and producing music changed in that time? Um, I'd say I've gotten a lot better at writing songs, and I've gotten a lot the same at producing in terms of pretty <laughs> mediocrely <laughs> doing so. But uh, no, I'm just kidding. I, I think I think I've just been, been improving in general. Um, my songs are definitely a little more complex these days, uh, more thoughtful into whether it's production, like, you know, quantizing each, like, bass note or, like, you know, and just, like, writing, too, just, like, being, like, okay, I want to pause here, like, you know, I, I don't know, I've just been trying to get more creative than, as opposed to, like, towards the beginning, it's kind of, like, all right, four chords for four bars, then a chorus, and then repeat, and then copy and paste into Ableton, and that's the song. So, I've been trying to, you know, really make it more of a, I'm trying to really craft it, trying to really uh, make it something special. Absolutely. And you mentioned that you go to the University of Utah. What's your experience been like studying there? Has it been a fun place to meet musicians or has it been more difficult? Honestly, I don't really meet a ton of people at the U. You're like one of the exceptions. Um, In terms of like music, I find myself more meeting music people through going to shows, playing shows. Uh, I don't know. I met this dude at the DI the other day where we he's like looking at this record and I was like, the cool one. He's like, yeah. He's like, what's your band? I was like, the sportsman. He's like, sick. And then he like came to my last show and it's like, fuck yeah. Oh, that's so, awesome. <laughs> I mean, also, also it's been weird with COVID obviously. So like, ideally um, I'll start being more of a mingling person once a, I mean, I guess COVID's kind of loosened up, but still like, it's just different these days meeting people and, you know, talking about music and I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you're a bit of a mogul in the Salt Lake City music scene. What would you recommend to anybody who's maybe new coming or looking to get started? Uh, step one, go to Kilby Court or any venue. There's there's always great acts coming through local and uh, otherwise. And you're just going to meet like that's the best way to get your foot in the music scene just meet people i mean actually no step one step one come to a backyard bash there we go free promo <laughs> yes sir <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean just i would like just dive in like if you just started going to shows um you're definitely gonna just get in the crowd um whether like whatever your uh genre is you'll find your people you know if you're into like post-punk or like indie or country if you go to one of those shows you're going to find like a crowd of people there obviously who like that as well and it's just the easiest ways to just start mingling with those people talking you know get some people's numbers you can start collaborating whatever you want to do and then i'd say in terms like writing and i just uh yeah i don't know just 
do whatever comes to mind. Grab a guitar, a keyboard, ukulele, shaker, whatever you want to write with, and uh, make some art. Do you have any big or exciting projects coming up in the next while? I, I right now I just really want to make a cohesive project, like front to back, like concept album. Like these songs are all intentionally woven together and make like a big, like fluent kind of thing that works together. Brent, like I've been, I've just been writing a lot of songs, and I kind of want to, like I said, I just wanted to be a big project that it all like really works together. So I don't know, but I I do have kind of an idea. This is like, I'm, this probably is not going to be what it's called, but it's called Tryouts. It's like an album, per- perhaps. It's like playing on the sportsman thing, you know? Um, but it was going to be like, like I said earlier, like, I like to write like kind of some heavier stuff, some poppy stuff, some really weird shit, and then like some jazzier stuff. And I was going to have like a little bracket of like, you know, four songs of each of those subsets, whatever I just said. And then like they all compete to get like to the championship or whatever. And then I was going to have like a listening party with my friends before I release it and have people vote for which song is better. And then I would actually like make the track list and also like maybe even be like the album is like the, how they're like competing. I don't know. That's a very much a, uh, not a real thing, but I thought it was kind of funny and could be cool. It's a sick idea. Yeah. It sounds fun. If you could say anything to the people listening, what would you say? The scene here is great. Experience it. Come to the bash. Go to Kilby. Uh, see, there's always great bands coming through, and and keep writing music. And also, when you do, send it to me, and I'll uh, then we'll talk record deal, baby. Hundred thousand, hundred thousand dollars for the for the, ne- for the next single that gets sent to me. Awesome. Well, Quinn, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank you, man. Appreciate it. From the University of Utah, you've been listening to Loco for Local. I want to give a huge shout out to all the good people over at Swamp Rock. And if you want to get involved, check the link in this episode's description. Quinn and the team are always looking to take on more artists and help spread their reach. And if you got what it takes, you should apply. I'm Luke Davies. Thanks for listening.